Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Oh, hell yeah. It's Friday. Let's go. Let's get into it. A lot of things to tackle over the course of the show. Deion Sanders cannot lose, even though Colorado probably gets, we'll see, beat the hell up by USC. Kurt Schilling's Going to be in for it. He's been in for it from everybody. We'll pile on. Bryce Harper's the best. Nick Costos will be here. Buy ourselves on fire. Bum of the week is coming. It could be pretty daddy or me. Haven't had an in-house bum of the week in a while. But let's start with the Detroit Lions going up to Lambeau, playing a Packers team full of hope, and absolutely dominating that team. Two takeaways from the game. One, Detroit is for real. That is a legit, excellent football team that's going to win that division, health allowing this year, and that's building something for the future. Love that team. Love that coach. Go back to the initial press conference. Bite kneecaps off all you want. It works. And two, this Packers team, this Packers organization, go beyond this year, is in deep, deep trouble. We say all the time on the show, I say all the time on the show, and Tom agrees, and Tom doesn't agree with me very often. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Bill. Happy Friday. We made it. T-G-I-F. Just wanted the music of your voice in the show, even though I have nothing else to say to you about Packers Lions for a few minutes. It's just music to our ears. Everybody loves Tom. I say Tom agrees. Again, rare point. That box scores lie on a regular basis. And if you're an idiot like like I was yesterday, and you were at the Whole Foods at 530, and Tom hit you up and said, wow, that wasn't very good. And you said, what the hell are you talking about? Because you thought you were still on East Coast time, and you missed the first 10 minutes of the game like a moron. And you didn't see the game, or maybe didn't see any of it. Well, let me just tell you, 34-20 to 20 doesn't tell the tale. And that's not a close game, but the game was not as close as two possessions. And even Jordan Love, 23 of 36, almost 250 passing yards, a touchdown and a a couple picks, doesn't tell the tale. And that's not exactly a glowing box score, but he was worse. This Packers team was awful in almost every facet of the game, and this Detroit team took it to them nonstop. Over the course of the first 22 plays for Jordan Love in that football game, That offense accounted for negative one yards. Another slow start. One they got away with last week against the Saints. They were down big time last time. Last week in that game. Found a way to win. Down 27-3 at the half in this game. Only got their initial first down. That Packers offense. At the end of the second quarter. Because of a penalty 
on Detroit. As if the Lions said, all right, we haven't won this division ever, actually, as the as the NFC North, and we've been beating you nonstop, which is historically unique, and you guys are clearly about to become the Bears of Wisconsin, maybe, potentially, possibly, we feel bad. Here's a first down. Jordan Love had those two picks, and I know he entered the game with a bizarre, again, lying box score, seven touchdowns to one pick, entering the game, but only completing about 53% of his passes. But remember, there were three clear interceptions over the first few games for the Packers that were dropped. Jordan Love had gotten lucky, and the luck went away because good teams don't let you off the hook. Jared Goff actually threw a pick on what? I think the third, and I didn't see it because I was at a Whole Foods buying cabbage like an idiot because I thought I was on East Coast time. Third play of the game. Those three points at the start of a critical football game to define not just the NFC North, but each of these organizations and where they're at post-Aaron Rodgers, especially for the Packers, the only points they mustered were gifted by Jared Goff. The only first down they could muster was gifted by Detroit. The Packers were abysmal. And, look, I think Detroit's a really good football team. That is one of the absolute takeaways. Jared Goff was extremely, extremely impressive. Not overwhelming, but after that interception, they just ripped off a bunch of points. The run game was very, very good. David Montgomery, former Bear. What a Bears reality this is. The guy is amazing once he leaves. The Bears had 121 yards on the ground. And some of it was just some some hard old-fashioned carries. He carried the ball a lot yesterday. They controlled the clock. They beat the hell out of that defensive line. He had three scores on the ground, Montgomery did. First lines player with that stat line stat line since a guy named Barry Sanders in 1998. Detroit's defense was really good. Sacked Love, I think it was five times, picked him off those two times. Detroit's for real. You go into Green Bay, you win that game, you play that well. Don't look at the supposed comeback in the second half. Packers fans, I know we're on in Milwaukee, got family there. Even though I'm a Bears fan, I actually like respect your team. But you might be entering the reality that a lot of organizations have when you don't have, as we talk a lot on this show, a generational quarterback. And you've had one for basically the lifetime of many Packers fans listening. Many people, my cousins, who I'm close to, have never lived their lives, until now, without either Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers being the quarterback of that team. That's reality, and the Packers aren't handling it well. Be careful what you ask for, Matt LaFleur, supposed offensive genius. Packers team is in deep trouble. All those points, that supposed comeback at the end, if you stayed up and you watched the game like I did, because I figured out I was on West Coast time so I could do it, when it was almost a two-possession game and there was a point where Packers scored a touchdown and went for two and then they were going to maybe cut it to eight. They were never in it because it was never a good football team. And I talk a lot about this in the Kirk Cousins sense. It's easier to play loose and play free and therefore move the football when you're down 27-3 to because it doesn't feel like there's pressure and because those defenses are going to go a little more prevent anyway. And they're going to open things up. All of those things. Jordan Love looking like he does not belong. He did not look like he belonged yesterday. The reality crashing down 
what it means to not have a quarterback you can rely on and how that can demoralize an entire organization. We've seen it with the Jets. Ironically, Aaron Rodgers' departure has demoralized two football teams, one that he left and one that he got injured playing for. Isn't that something? It goes beyond what you see on the field. Packers fans, Packers organization, Packers head coaches have never experienced the reality that maybe you don't have the quarterback. Maybe everything, instead of being a little bit easier, is going to be a little bit harder. And remember, this is not a shot at the Packers organization. You have Jordan, you have LeBron, you have the right pitcher. It's not as common in baseball, but sometimes. Madison Bumgarner was an example of this, who can kind of take over in a rare way baseball-wise. You have these historic figures. If I can go a little soccer, messy, and this has happened with Inter-Miami, it makes everything easier. It makes everyone look smarter. And the Packers have had that forever from two quarterbacks. Those quarterbacks are gone now. And all of a sudden, the angst starts to set in and the frustration starts to set in. Two takeaways from this game. One is Detroit is legit. And legit in an NFC sense. Do I think they are the Niners? I do not. Do I think that they are the Eagles? Certainly the Eagles at their peak? I do not. They're certainly not one of the three, maybe four elite teams that are hanging out over there in the AFC. But you don't have to be elite in week four or five in the National Football League to be elite or to get hot in December and January. you got to be good and building something and believe in your team and have a quarterback who's good enough and be multifaceted and have a coach who motivates your guys and maybe be in an easy division where you're going to get a few weeks where it doesn't feel like the end of the world. That's Detroit. But it's also true the sky might be falling in Green Bay. I know it's one game. I understand the Packers came into this thing 2-1. and one. But this was a test and a test at home. And I think the real place you can hear this, and I know Matt LaFleur is not trying to be an avatar for what it is to suddenly wake up without the security blanket of an Aaron Rodgers. To suddenly not have the reality of an all-time great, making everybody look smarter and better than they are. Making life easier than it actually is, especially in the NFL. But this is halftime, talking to, am I supposed to call it Prime? Whatever. The dot-com website, billionaires, play toy thing that now does Thursday Night Football, that thing. Amazon Prime. Get your, I, I was at a Whole Foods, by the way. How ironic is that? I can't escape this guy, man. What's he gonna? He's going to send me up to, to, to the moon to retire, too? This is what it sounds like, and this is Lafleur. When all of a sudden you realize, and it took you till week four, oh dear God, without Aaron Rodgers, we are in deep trouble. It's very humbling and embarrassing right now. What did you tell your team at the I said we've got to be able to look each other in the eye, man to man, and give it up for one another this whole second half. I want to see this team fight. That dawning reality of bad news, that that nod in your stomach where you you think you know something is the way that it is and it's going to be awful for you is a little different when reality grabs you by the throat and says this is it. That was still halftime. I know they were down 27-3, but they had just made a comeback. And again, in his heart of hearts, LaFleur probably knew they weren't going to win that football game. What he really probably did want to see is enough in the second half that he believes they're going to win football games and enough football games going forward. And the second half didn't do it, whatever the box score says. They just weren't good enough. Maybe I'm playing armchair psychologist. I don't think I am. 
we sometimes forget these coaches and athletes are human beings under massive stress. And they will, as Bill Parcells said, show you who they are if you listen. And in some cases, it's show you who they are in the context of who are the Packers? What's the new reality? Is this a reason to panic? Teams lose football games. Teams lose football games all the time. They should not. Do I think the Cowboys are fool's gold? I do. Could I be wrong because maybe they just lost to Arizona because it happened to be any given Sunday and that was their given Sunday? Maybe. But the Packers don't think that's the case for what happened last night. And you can hear it in the post game when LaFleur talking to reporters in a media that's pretty easy on you, by the way, in a media market, in a place where, unlike most NFL markets, and I've lived in Green Bay, my, my parents did, but I, I was there a lot, beautiful place, where being a jerk doesn't play as well. It's a smaller town, really nice people. That organization, the Packers, I know it's a cliche. It's almost like a family, man. It's almost like the locally owned ice It's like Ben & Jerry's if you live next to the Ben & Jerry's plant. Although I've never done that, so maybe that doesn't feel local. Maybe it feels corporate. You're not supposed to be as ornery. And LaFleur having this exchange with a reporter, to me, shows the panic that that game last night represents for the Packers going forward. What do you think happens when you have a for, to cause a first half like that where you just you couldn't, you got nothing? Well, we suck, Pete. I mean, we got our ass kicked. If I knew, it wouldn't have happened. Matt, they didn't blitz until um, the that, that last. That's a BS question, man. They didn't blitz until the last play of the first half. Um, they sent four or less most of the time. Why couldn't you guys protect, do you think? It wasn't good enough. They whipped us. They manhandled us. Again, if I knew the answer to that, it wouldn't have happened. None of that's good. That's not an answer to the question. It's a great point by Pete, the reporter. Uh, Pete, I don't know you. Your last name? Who you work for? To give you credit? Respectful? That's how you do it, by the way. Reporters just have to eat that garbage all the time. You're an idiot. It's a BS question. You just politely go on with your question. Didn't blitz to the end of the, end of the second quarter. And still, Detroit dominated the Packers. And one thing that struck me as I was... Watching the game at the Whole Foods because I'm stupid. And as my wife was paying for the groceries, and then she drove home, and I watched on my headset. She was trying to talk to me, and I was like, really, this is work. It was a great marriage moment. Happy birthday, Lori. It's her birthday today. I love you. And then I got home, and, and I was watching this game. One of the things that struck me is that we do have these young guru quarterback head coaches who are legitimately excellent to even better offensively. And the goal is to hire these guys, and you never know who they are. I, I thought Mike McDaniel, I was very Mike McDaniel skeptical. To be fair, he is the spitting image of my former producer, Jim Rome's executive producer, Tom Benedetto. That's why you think of your buddy, and if he suddenly became the coach of the Dolphins, and he was kind of weird, you would think it wouldn't work. But some of these guys do, and some of these guys don't. We haven't been able to assess whether LaFleur worked in the same way we have not been able to assess whether Jordan Love worked. And what I thought as I watched that game at the grocery store, in my car, on my television, was how pedestrian and basic the offense looked and the offensive play calling looked. And that maybe, on top of Jordan Love not being the guy, more likely, because I say this all the time, LaFleur's not the guy. And if he's not the guy, Jordan Love has no chance, zero chance to be successful. That's another thing we say on the show. It's the coach, not the quarterback. If I made James Carville this thing stupid, not you being stupid, not Tom being stupid, general people who don't listen. If you don't listen to the show, that makes you stupid. Great win for, for, for the Lions. Huge win. 
They have not won this division ever in its current incarnation. Ever. They look pretty set. It's a long season. They're in the driver's seat. And that's a big takeaway. Detroit, I'm not taking that away from you. Great performance. Good to see Jared Goff play really, really well. This is a team right now that are 11-3 and since week 9 of last year. Only the, the Niners, the Chiefs, and the Bengals have been better over that stretch. So, so you might be elite. I might be selling you short, and that is one of the two takeaways. And we've hit it, and you get your, you get your flowers, as Tom likes to say. We're going to do a segment called You Get Your Flowers. But I think a longer-lasting reality is that the Packers are in deep trouble. They might have the wrong coach. If they have the wrong coach, they very well might have the, the wrong quarterback. You don't have Brett Favre. You don't have Aaron Rodgers. And ask anybody in the National Football League that has not had that level of coverage at the quarterback position for that long. It is hard to find that guy. I take no pleasure in it. But if the Packers aren't careful, you could become the new Bears. And the Bears are the Bears in large part because they're poorly run. They've never had a quarterback. The Packers have always had a quarterback, which makes it hard to know whether they were actually well run. It's early days, but LaFleur's panic and his pettiness and the way they performed is not a good sign. Do you think the Packers are better than I'm giving them credit for? And I just mean their future. Are you with me? Detroit is a near-lock health allowing to win that division for the first time ever. 855-2124-CBS if you got a take. Also want to get into Deion Sanders and why he cannot lose even if USC beats the holy crap out of his Colorado team. We'll get into that next year on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to Writer Than You. By the way, someone earlier thinks you should rename yourself Greedy Daddy. And it should be from at Pretty Daddy CBS to at Greedy Daddy CBS. What did I do today for that? I didn't do anything. You just admitted that you steal people's spot. You, you when pass on the problem. When stole mine, I then in turn steal somebody okay, else's. So if you're walking down the streets of New York and you get pickpocketed, you think it's okay to pickpocket somebody else? That's not the same That's thing. That's what you it's did. It's not the same thing. I got stolen from, therefore I will steal. 
I have to park my car somewhere. On CBS Sports Radio. Did not tell my wife where that came from. I hope she's not listening right now. Happy birthday. I love you, baby. It's her birthday. Happy birthday. You know who's celebrating like it's their birthday today? Detroit. How many years have they been thinking and hoping and being told and maybe we've been buying into this could be a year that they're just good? Remember when Matt Patricia came in? and Now, we knew, but people thought, okay, that guy was a bum as a head coach. This looks like the real deal. And we're going to take some phone calls on it. 855-212-4CBS. Jack is listening to Detroit on Sirius XM 158. Jack, I'm assuming you're in a pretty good mood. Thank you for being here. You are on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, day, Bill. What up, though, man? Tell up. Greeny on, uh, what's his name, to leave that alone, man. He, he, he can't say it right. There's a certain floor of cadence to that. 313 for life, man. Hey, Bill, we be on the same way, life, man. Matt, Patricia, bye-bye. Man, take all them smart guys, all them rocket scientists. Let's play football, man. The Lions playing real deal football. The, our lines are out cold. Green Bay. They did the same thing to Aaron Rodgers. They did the same thing. It's it's it's, it's we building right, man. I, I I never thought I would live to see the day when the Lions is a team to to bring Detroit sports back. They, <laughs> the Lions is bringing Detroit sports back, man. But they doing it the right way. When they made that move last year and got rid of uh, Hawkinson, they got rid of these two running backs. And it, they twist them boys out. The Lions never did that kind of stuff, man. Said, we just want to get better. Hutchinson uh, is a beast, man. We we got monsters. We got we, we got beasts, man. And these boys ain't playing. So they just went up there and took care of business. Uh, that dude, they coach, man, that dude, he, he's a smug punk, man. Dude, Dan, oh, LaFleur? He's smug. He's a smug punk. So he just got exposed. <laughs> he ain't know what to He ain't know what else to say or what to do. But the Lions is legit. I think they're the second best team in the NFC after San Fran, man. And I think them boys gonna gonna gonna, gonna, gonna make the world see it this year. So go Lions, three one three for life. Holler to be us. Great call. What a call, smug punk. Why didn't I do that instead of bum of the week? Smug punk is great. He kind of does have smug punk exposed vibes. Matt Lafleur going on. Jack, you just. Am I, you're, you're with me. It's not my Friday vibes, right? That, Jack crushed that call, 855-212-4CBS. So one of the things I love about callers is that sometimes we're having a conversation, right? And I'll feel like a caller mate like Jack crushes the call, and something in my brain comes loose, and a little, a little nugget of gold falls out. I think I just cracked the code on Bill Belichick assistance. You ready for this? What are you throwing your arms up for? You haven't heard it yet. Jack cracked the code on Bill Belichick? In my brain. All right, here's the thing. I got to hear Patricia was a, was a Belichick assistant. Dan Campbell, and really this is Jack's point, Dan Campbell's maybe not a genius, not a genius, right? He's not Mike McDaniel. It's a beautiful mind and all the people who think that they're that. And I think Dan Campbell, head coach of the Lions, came in a few years ago, was what, the defensive coordinator of the Saints and did that press conference where he's like, oh, we're going to bite kneecaps. It was just crazy. And we, were all like, we all thought, oh, this guy is a loony idiot, but he's fun. Too bad when he gets fired in two years. We underestimate in the NFL man management, the psychology of motivating these guys. We're so focused on, and it's part of it too, the X's and O's. And what you got to get guys that want to run through a wall for you. This isn't the NBA where there's six guys playing most of the minutes and two guys that matter. 
you've got dozens of football players who have to operate as a machine. And yeah, the highest levels quarterback play and other, sure. But you need guys to just play through the pain and play with passion. And Campbell does that. And while Bill Belichick's obviously a great coach and has a culture in place, that Patriots culture doesn't treat people well. And they don't value the reality of motivating human beings beyond just moving them as chess pieces. And that's why all these Patricias and all these other guys that come off that tree fail. Dan Campbell's the opposite of the Patriots' way. And and I'm not taking anything away. They've gotten Ben Johnson, don't get me wrong, a great offensive coordinator. I mean, this dude, the offensive coordinator for the Lions, is going to be a head coach next year. So they do have the beautiful mind guy, but but at the top of the tree is a guy that motivates that football team. I got to remember this. We got to like cut that, make it a rejoin, make it a drop. Smug punk is that what it was? Smug punk. I mean, we're not going to do two awards a week after we got bum of the week. Who would? But like a smug punk award's different, right? Like Aaron Rodgers, ironically, would have won some Smug Punk Awards, I think, over the last few years. I think you could win some Smug Punk Awards, Tommy. What? I mean, occasionally. What? I don't know, occasionally. I think the bartender we had earlier this week oh. may have been nominated for Smug Punk. If we ever really get this thing going, like like we have like a bigger like, online social media presence, I think we go back and we get one of those where you put the phone and you just get a photo of the guy. Is this illegal? I don't know. And he it's what it looks like. It's his picture. You look very uncomfortable. Smug Punk Award. I'll tell you this. This is me admitting I was wrong. This is me judging somebody without knowing what they're about as a coach. I thought Deion Sanders might be a Smug Punk kind of, kind of vibe. I could not have been more wrong. On, and Smug Punk's probably not right. I, I just, there's so much flash there. There's so much sizzle that I underestimated the actual depth of excellence of this guy as a, as a coach. And, and when you hear him now in press conferences, you get a real idea for the message he's given. Kind of like Dan Campbell, right? D- different thing, but how he motivates his guys. They're obviously college players, closer to pros than they used to be because of NIL and all of those things. Transfer portal, freedom and, and money will make you... A little more similar to what you have to manage compared to the, the National Football League. But but Deion Sanders is so good at what he does beyond just recruiting. And I'm going to play this for you, but, but I want to set this up. Colorado started 3-0 and were shocking in that respect, especially when they beat TCU to start, start the year. TCU was a top 15-20 team at the time. And obviously Shador Sanders, who was Deion's son, played at this really high level, but the team just looked really good. And everybody came for him and wanted him and talked smack, and including Colorado State. Remember, Colorado won, but it was close. It was overtime. It was a really, really, really good game. Then they went to Oregon. Oregon and USC are probably the cream of the crop in the Pac-2. Excuse me, Pac-12 for now. Although, you know, give... I got that expression in my head. Give Utah their flowers. Right, there's, there's good teams there. Washington's really good. But Oregon is really good, like USC, and loaded with just top talent. There's just five stars everywhere. And Oregon put it on Colorado. They did. And Deion Sanders basically said, get us now. Get us now. Get us while you can. And then now, this weekend, they go to USC. They play USC. And it's probably going to be a three-touchdown game. And that's, I think, literally what the line is. I think that's what Vegas is. 21 and a half, I think, is the line. But Deion's right. I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to expect USC to tear him apart. Now, remember, USC's defense has struggled. 
And, and so maybe it can be closer because there can be a firefight here, and 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 it's a it's an offensive juggernaut game for both teams, and Colorado gets back to that a little bit. We'll we'll see, but I don't think it matters either way. And Deion Sanders again talking to the media before the game reiterated for me in this first year, and I know it sounds crazy, but having beat TCU, having started three and zero and beat TCU, I don't think in year one Deion Sanders' program can lose, even if they do lose in this game by four touchdowns. For some people, they have a disdain for what we are and what transpired. To be three and one and not satisfied, don't this say a lot about this program? You're three and one and you're not satisfied and you know you can do better. So I'm happy with that understanding and that change of the thought process. We should know what's coming. It's not a bunch of surprises in football. It just comes down to can your team execute much better than they can and they executed much better than we could by the way corrections and retractions i'm not smug but i'm a punk uh game is in colorado i just it's such an impressive message and every time he talks to the media he's sending a message and i don't even think it's to his players because he can say what he he's sending a message to other players have you ever thought of a scenario like this one maybe you're not with me but for me i've never thought of a scenario like this one where I think Deion Sanders and his football team can lose to an Oregon by a lot, or maybe in, in Boulder this weekend lose to USC by a lot and still win the recruiting battle in some cases against those schools that are beating them up with their competing with the same kids. Even in losing, there's a message that I buy into, and I think I think 16- and 17-year-olds will buy into, that is, man, this place is going to be the future. This place is going to be the spot. And I also think Deion Sanders said what? Get us while you, this is last week, get us while you can. Beat us while you can. I will add to that, I know USC is going to be a force, and I think Lincoln Riley is going to be great. And they're going to get better defensively, one way or another, over the years. Come hell or high water. And Oregon is always going to be Nike U, and they're going to be fine too. I would be pretty thankful that you're going to be in a different conference from Colorado in two or three years. Remember, these teams aren't going to play each other every year. Pac-12 becomes the Pac-2, the Pac-2, those two schools go wherever they go. You're going to be talking about Colorado and the Big 12. What a what a coup. When they got Colorado, who thought that would be something? So Utah's got to worry about them, but not USC. I think this weekend is a reflection of how lucky USC is timing-wise. Not anything about Colorado not being legit. Their legitimacy is coming, and that is the story of this season for Colorado, and this game tomorrow, come what may. 855-212-4CBS if you want to give us a call. I, smug punk, I, why am I? I'm enamored with this expression. You think I would win smug punk more often than I would win bum of the week? They're different. I mean, I, 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 I could definitely, you could definitely pull some clips where I could be smug punk. Because I'm right about 97% of the time. But there's a 3% where I'm real sure I'm, you know, and it happens. <laughs> I think I could win punk of the week. I don't know about smug. Punk. I don't think you realize. Oh, no, you're you're more smug than punk. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, you didn't know that? Wow. No, no, I thought I was definitely more punk than smug. We've all got some smug and we've all got some punk in us. It's the combo that makes you a smug punk. Would you agree that Mr. LaFleur is a smug punk. Came off as a smug punk. Post-game, yes. Absolutely. Thought so. Yeah, I thought so a little bit. A little bit, too. That's a BS question. No, man, right now you have a BS team, and that, that's on you, not the reporter. <laughs> smug punk, man. 
Who's the smuggest punk at CBS Sports Radio? I mean, I feel like other than me for asking this question, you don't want to answer. Yeah, I feel like you think it's me. I didn't know I was smug. No, 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 no. It's not you. No, no, no. Smug punk. Maybe Stu Kovacs. Okay, I'm on board with that. (laughs) I love that guy. Yeah. All right. All right. You know who's actually, and and this is more serious, less funny. Do you know who actually comes across as a as a smug punk? Kurt Schilling. If you missed this, Kurt Schilling betrayed confidence that he shouldn't have. And I know that on social media he's gotten it from a lot of quarters. But I'm going to pile on because the guy deserves it. Why, Kurt Schilling certainly seems like a, a, a smug punk to me. And since we're talking some baseball, Bryce Harper does the most interesting thing you're going to see in a baseball game this year. Basically goes after an umpire. All that's coming up after you. we get this CBS Sports Radio update from Mr. Peter Schwartz. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to Writer Than You. You're the Zach Wilson of adventures. On CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back into the show. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone. AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. We're going to talk Kurt Schilling. I do not like Kurt Schilling. It has nothing to do with politics. It has everything to do with human decency. And he showed zero human decency in the news that he made in the last 24 hours at the expense of a former teammate's horrific reality. That was supposed to be private. You know, in sports, when a guy in a Major League Baseball season because it's a grind, or even an NFL season or career, an NBA season, works hard or is lazy, puts in the time and the effort with film, with practice, with getting ready, or doesn't, it manifests itself. Yeah, yeah, you can have a bad moment or a good moment here or there, but the accumulation of good moments and bad moments is a reflection of who they are as a player. And in life, for all of us, certain moments are a reflection of who we are as human beings. So don't tell me Kurt Schilling had an off day. 
Here's the story, and it's really, really sad. So obviously Tim Wakefield, former teammate, Kurt Schillings, ball player, retired, all these guys. His wife, we knew this, this was public, has pancreatic cancer. That is not something that that you are likely to survive, and it's not a good situation. And it turns out that Tim Wakefield has brain cancer, and it sounds like it is not good. So you're talking about husband and a wife, who you and I all know as, you know, from a distance, certainly the husband, who have kids, are both very likely going to die. And it's not good. Why do I know about Tim Wakefield having brain cancer? Because Kurt Schilling, against the wishes of the Wakefield family, went on whatever stupid thing he does now, social media-wise, media-wise, and shared it. And, and, look, you can listen to the whole thing. I'm not, we thought about it. I don't want to play it. I don't want to hear his voice. It doesn't sound to me, or to Tom, like Schilling's doing this on purpose, right? That he's like, ah, I'm going to reveal it against their, their wishes. This is more what sounds like narcissism and a lack of empathy and an inability to relate to other human beings and an inability, not on purpose, but as just the accumulation of all the things we talked about, to just put yourself first and not even think about someone else, even a former teammate who's literally, probably, unfortunately, dying of cancer, whose wife is also dying of cancer. And in there, he says, Schilling says, as part of his announcement to the world that this is going on, I'm not sure Tim really wants me to share this. I'm not sure they want this public. And then he shares it and makes it public. And I would hope that that description alone would be enough for you to take my word for it that this is not acceptable. But you don't, you don't have to. Because Jason Veritek is also obviously a part of this collection of former Red Sox who who won that World Series, and it was not just a win. It was an amazing, historic comeback in the ALCS. And just, it's one of those magical, curse-breaking, great sports stories. And leave it to someone like Kurt Schilling to ruin even that. And Mr. Veritek's wife, Catherine, I can't read you the tweet, but it's worth finding. Her view is, bleep you, Kurt Schilling, that wasn't your place. She's, she and they, the Veritex friends of the Wakefield, I would imagine she is reflecting a perspective that we all have, but also the people dealing with this. Shame on that guy. Look, you listen to who you want to listen to, obviously. You watch and consume what media you want to watch and consume. And jokes aside, I- I'm going to make mistakes. People here at CBS Sports Radio are going to have good and bad segments or, or say stupid things. But I do think, and maybe this sounds Pollyannish, I don't think it is. I do think there is value in listening to or getting your media from or consuming information, whatever you're into, from people that are relatively good human beings or trying to be, who are not narcissistic, who can actually try to have a little empathy. And this reflects to me a a void in those things. Like, I probably shouldn't keep talking about Jim Rohn, but he's the biggest star at this network. I think he's the biggest star in radio history. And, And his show and his talent speak for themselves. The guy's in the Radio Hall of Fame. And I'm not Jim Rome's best friend. We don't go golfing together. I'm not, like, hanging out with him at dinners. But I have worked around him a lot. He's been really good to me. I get to fill in there. Before that, I mean, a lot of my success is because he put me on his shows. The guy's a good person. And I think those things come through, man. And I could name, I think, and I wouldn't listen to this guy I'm about to say because he's a really nice guy, but I wouldn't listen to Colin Cowherd. But he's a nice person. You know, Colin works somewhere else. Don't listen to him. There, there are really, Bob Costas is a nice guy. I'm trying to think of people I actually know. Even though I give him a hard time, Tommy, pretty Danny's a great guy. It matters. 
I, I don't know Kurt Schilling well, but I certainly can't go out on a limb and make the case that he is. Shame on that guy. And by the way, he feels no shame. And, and maybe I've missed it. I don't even think there's an apology that's come out yet. I mean, that tells you something. Not at this level, and hopefully never on the radio, but we've all done and said things that we are eventually ashamed for. Ashamed of. We all make mistakes. That stuff happens. Stuff happens. Now, most of us try to do them less as we get older. That's part. I mean, maturity isn't some magical passing of the years that makes us smarter than we were. It's just the scars of our own mistakes that make us a little more cautious and understand a little bit more how to interact with human beings. That doesn't happen with everybody. No excuse for this guy did. And now that it's public, and a lot of you don't believe in this, that's fine. Prayers, I do. Prayers, thoughts, man, to, 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 to Wakefield's family and their children. It is absolutely awful. It is absolutely awful for that for that poor family. And, and to have to talk about it and share it and address it publicly because some f- former teammate, who, by the way, on a regular basis embarrasses himself in other horrific ways, wants to put himself first is, is really, really unfortunate. Going to move on from the story. That guy, no excuses, not okay, not acceptable. And, I, and I'm so sorry for, for, that, for, that, for that poor, poor, poor family. It's absolutely awful. Different story, obviously any other story is going to be a very different vibe. But I love baseball. I love it. And I do think it, it is extremely significant if you're living in New York or you're living in L.A. or you're living in Chicago. Well, can we not bring up Chicago's baseball team? The, uh, the cops suck so much. But, like, it's a local story. And it's the local sports story. But for us, what we do where you are nationally, right, we're, you might be listening in Arkansas or Detroit or Northern California or Miami or Des Moines, Iowa or Texas. And, and we're going to talk about things that we all are interested in. You're not really interested in baseball teams that aren't your team, I would imagine, most likely. But if you haven't seen it and you're looking for something to just cheer you up today, uh, Bryce Harper. Well, who was the umpire? Was it was it Angel Hernandez again? It sure was. Yeah, of course it was. Uh, Bryce Harper got called out on a full count on a check swing that did not happen, and he lost his brain. I mean, he just. And I I tweeted this out. I don't usually I don't usually plug the tweets because I I don't do it as much as I should. Sports writer, sports R E I T E R must follow. Not really, but get on there. Uh, I don't know if you had time to see this this morning, Tom. Did you see the basically the guy does the rip leading reenactment? Of Bryce Harper, oh, it's amazing. I watched it. I watched it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Did you laugh out loud? Of course. You know my personality. Of course, I love this stuff. I think somebody no- who noted to me the other day that you're a- that you giggle. One of my daughter, like Tom giggles. <laughs> We're not going to rename you the giggler. I like Pretty Daddy. I feel like the little LOL response that people use that I use, unfortunately, that that became a self-loathing moment. I think it's it made us underappreciate what happens when we actually... Because LOL doesn't mean I laughed out loud. It just means, oh, that's funny. It's a different way of saying ha-ha-ha on a text message. It's rare when I actually laugh out loud from something I watch. I laughed out loud, guffawed, pretty nonstop <laughs> while this guy on Twitter... See, you laughed out loud. It's amazing. And Bryce Harper's... I can't... It's There's a lot of language in it. Don't play it in front of your kids. Unless they're older or they like to swear a lot like my kid does. And even then, Henry, don't do it. I love you. I think he's in the car. It's amazing. And it is pretty incredible what a botched, terrible. It is such. And, 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 and the clip shows there's a check swing earlier 
in the count where, where it's like, well, you didn't call that a strike, but you call the final one a strike. And then it turns out in the exchange from our lip-reading social media Twitter random friend guy that's on there, Angel Hernandez says, you didn't on the, on the initial one, you did on the last one. And they show them back-to-back, back, and it's actually a little, even more of a check swing. He checks the swing more. And the one he gets called out on, it's amazing, it's magical. This obviously is not a visual medium, this radio thing, but I promise it's worth watching. Uh, we talk a lot, Tom, about athletes that I hated or didn't like or found unlikable who have won me over. Tom Brady, it'd be the Tom Brady Award, right? And the guys that have gone from smug punks to people that I'm reluctant fans of. Aaron Rodgers is on that continuum a little bit for me. Bryce Harper, too. I did not like Bryce Harper. And I, dude, I like in the passion. He throws his helmet into the stands and it, give the fans, and I think the game was in Philly, some credit. They gave well, they gave that, that helmet to some kid, which is cool. I, Bryce Harper used to be a smug punk. And, what, 162-game MLB season? He's probably a smug punk 83 times a year, at least. But I kind of like the guy. And I like, and I love his passion, man. There was no better city or no better team for Bryce Harper to sign a long-term deal with than the Phillies. That bromance that he has with that fan base is maybe the best one in that sport right now. They love him, he loves them, and it has been almost magical for his career. I really enjoy like taking people's words and twisting them. Can I do that with you real quick? Uh, sure, sure. So you're saying the people of Philadelphia are smug no, punks. That's no, what no, you're no, saying. No, 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 no. And I... our boss, Spike Eskins, from Philadelphia originally. What are you I doing like Spike. What are Why are you, you calling him a smug punk? I didn't say that. I think that's too far. The people of Philadelphia are smug punks you've learned to like? Don't do this to me. They threw Just... batteries at Santa Claus. <laughs> they will come after me. I wasn't going to bring that up. I just said Bryce Harper is a smug punk who sort of became likable. And you said, yeah, I agree. Man, what a perfect place in Philadelphia. <laughs> All right. That was fun. Uh, Nick Costos is going to join me. We'll talk some gambling with the best gambling dude in the business next on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 